Hello and welcome to Hands-On Techie Talks, where we talk about all things creation and innovation for kids like you. My name is Danielle Boyer, and I'm a young Indigenous educator, author, and robot maker. And I'm Vinia Gunnishaker, a 13-year-old changemaker who loves robots, helping my community, and protecting our environment. Today, we are going to talk about how to start steaming at home. Wait, what? Steaming? What does that mean? So, we've learned in previous episodes that STEAM stands for science, technology, engineering, art, and math, right? Well, steaming isn't literally turning into steam. It's <laughs> actively learning about the steam topics. You can learn about steam through robots, 3D modeling, experiencing nature outside, and so much more. Wow, I think I steam way more than I thought. I'm always making robots and researching things. I can't wait to talk about cool resources that you, our listener, can begin to use right now. By the way, remember that you can follow along with this episode at home at www.steamconnection.org slash hands-on with our fun activity sheet. We are going to be listing every single resource that we're talking about today, so no need to write anything down. Since STEAM is an acronym, we're going to start with our favorite science resources and go all the way down to math educational resources last. Science is something that has fascinated me since I was a little kid because of how vast it is. While many of my friends were drawn to things like chemistry, I was drawn to learning about rocks, volcanoes, and sea creatures. Super random, I know. But I've always been really interested by animals like stingrays, cuttlefish, and sharks. It's what ultimately has led me to wanting to become a biorobotics engineer, which is the emulation of biological organisms, either mechanically or chemically. I'm not too much into chemistry, I'm not as good at it, so I really like mechanical engineering. And I want to make robots that are like stingrays, that would be so cool. That would be cool. I've been interested in environmental science for a long time now as well, specifically recycling. I've written a book about it. I haven't published it yet, but one day I want to. Growing up and while learning about science, you and I learned in pretty different ways, Danielle. You learned with textbooks while you were being homeschooled, and I learned a lot of stuff in the classroom at school, also with textbooks. I think that how we learned things really changed our perceptions on subjects. You're right. I learned through lots of hands-on projects and activities. I didn't learn in a classroom, so I got to go outside and see things and touch things. I read a lot of textbooks all at once rather than reading them for a class, and I didn't have homework or exams in the same way that many other students do. It was really cool, but I think harder studies would have benefited me a lot, actually, especially with my work now. Many of the things that I'm learning in school is focused on being able to score on tests or doing group projects or homework. I learned most of my science through a teacher or club or even through FIRST Robotics during doing certain challenges. I think that the harder the studies, while not fun right now, will for sure help me and even are now. I think that it can be a pain, but having the discipline is really important. I know that in time, I'll be really thankful for all the hard work I've put into my studies. The beautiful thing about our new technical age is that so much learning can be accessed online. You used to go to the library to learn about new things, and nowadays you can just search it all up online. So the science resources that we're going to recommend are actually all available online. If you really like animals or nature, Project NOAA is the website for you. It is a safe website where you can upload your outdoor discoveries like plants for other people to see. 
Likewise, you can view cool things that other people are posting. You can see everything from giant mushrooms to larvae to puffins to glow-in-the-dark mushrooms. I'm obsessed with this site. I think it's really cool because you can use it as a tool to identify different bugs that you may see around you where you live or even can complete things like missions. There is a best wildlife photo mission, a mission on birds of the world, a mission on urban biodiversity, and so, so much more. So no matter where you live, you can take pictures of the cool things around you and share with others and even compete in these missions. I wish I'd had this as a kid. I think you wouldn't be able to get me off my laptop. But uh, my family would say that even now you can't get me off my laptop. So (laughs) who knows how that would have changed. (laughs) Another great thing about the internet is that you and your parents can buy things off of it. There's a game called the Photographic Card Deck of the Elements. It's perfect if you're into chemistry and different elements and want to learn more about them and remember them too. They look really cool too. The next category is technology. I'm someone that people would consider to be a technologist, mostly because I'm always cooking up new robots and like programming. In our last episode, I mentioned that I code. Coding can be really hard, but it's totally worthwhile because you can use it to tell robots what to do, 3D printers how to move, and so much more. I code mostly in Android Studio. So I've been coding actually for a while now, mostly in relation to things like robotics. Uh, I was on like the website programming team when I was, I think, a junior in high school. And so I would help make websites. But honestly, I was not very good at that. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was much more into how to make robots move and different things like that about, you know, I was interested in apps, app development. I'm really interested in artificial intelligence. I just think it's really, really cool. With my robots, I code mostly in Arduino IDE, um, which is Java, C, and C++. So all three of those codes are working together to make Arduino IDE, and that is how you can make really cool robots. There's different programs for different uh, uses. And depending on what you want to do, you may use a different code or platform or software to be able to make that happen. I can't wait to continue to learn how to code, and I know of a perfect resource to help not only me learn how to code, but others too. I remember using at one of the classes that you taught, Danielle. It's called Circuit Playground Express, and you can buy it for less than $30 on a site called Adafruit. They make really cool electronics. The Circuit Playground is so cool because not only does it light up and make sounds, but you can program it too. You can use either block coding, so like a drag and drop code, or JavaScript to control things like servo motors and to make fun projects. Adafruit has a whole list of things that you can make with the Circuit Playground, and it is totally worth getting. They have a lot of really cool activities. I absolutely love it. If you do buy it, make sure to get a battery pack with it and also some alligator clips so you can make some fun, conductive projects. And if you don't know what that means, this project is a great way to not only figure that out, but uh, learn through hands-on learning. So super cool. It is super cool. I volunteered at a class where you gave the circuit playgrounds out, and at the end of the class, I really wanted one too. They look so cool. I know my class also programmed it to make the loudest noises possible. I remember that. That was so much fun, but an ear-splitting type of fun. Moving right along, engineering is the next topic. We're going to talk about two really cool resources, one that I use every day and one that I invented. Danielle is actually a 3D modeler, someone who uses a computer to design things that she later 3D prints or designs in person. It helps her plan her designs, like what size screws to buy, and etc. 
You model things in a software. There are many different kinds. Danielle and I like something called SolidWorks. I have been using SolidWorks for years now, and I've even been to their conferences to speak in front of thousands of people. And guess what? I don't know if your mom told you, Vinia, but we just got accepted yesterday to speak at their next virtual、uh, conference. Wow, that's super cool! I didn't even know. I'm just so so excited. We're going to be speaking alongside two guys about our experiences as people who either are on first robotics teams or used to be on ones, and our experiences as future engineers. So we're going to be talking about how we've used SolidWorks in the past, some of the initiatives that we're up to. I'm super excited because we have an opportunity to just kind of talk about our experiences, ask each other questions. It'll be super cool. I'm really excited because I worked really hard on pitching this panel, and Rob Meldon. And Rob Maldonado, who was actually a guest on our podcast a few episodes ago, actually will be moderating this panel. So this is actually going to happen in February, and I'm so so excited. I can't believe that. I am really excited too. It'll be so much fun. The resource that we want to recommend to you is a free 3D modeling resource called SolidWorks App for Kids. You can use this on your laptop, tablet, or desktop. All you need is a mouse. You can even 3D print your creations. In the commercial version of SolidWorks, which is something that you'll use when you're older if you like to 3D model, my team and I have been working on a robot named Twenty that I released last week. It is a free open source robot. I'm releasing new things like the component list and design files every single week up until Christmas, and you can use it too. You can check out my website at www.steamconnection.org/slash. Twenty, so T W E N T Y, and learn about the robot and buy your materials to make this really special robot. I hope that you all enjoy it. I've been working really, really hard, and I'm so proud of it. And it's super, super cute too. I can't wait to assemble one, Danielle. Our next subject is art. Last episode, Danielle and I both talked about our love for art. I like to paint and draw a lot, and miss the painting classes that I used to take. But never fear, because there are really cool art resources that you can access right now. Cooking is actually an art. I don't know if my listeners or you, Vinia, knew that, and it can be both really challenging and beautiful. I'm not always the best at cooking because I often don't have time to, and then I end up eating food that's super bad for me. It doesn't make me feel good, so I know that it is important to take the time to eat good food, and the best way to ensure that is by cooking. If you like cooking like I do, a few good books are the Complete Cookbook for Young Chefs, Master Chef Junior Cookbook, the Superfoods for Super Kids Cookbook, and more. Also, if you like art, you can get started making cool art by drawing on your tablet or phone if you have one. Digital drawings are great because you can redo a mistake or erase things. I draw digitally all the time, and people even will buy some of my prints from me, which is really cool. And I use it to fund. Uh, different robotics projects and outreach. Last but not least is math. I think that math can be scary for a lot of people, but I also think that math games can help alleviate that fear. For the longest time, I was so afraid of math. It can't hurt me, and it can't hurt you either. And check out websites like PBS Kids and Math Playground for math games. It can make the process a lot easier and a lot more fun too. There are also apps that you can download to help you become better at math. Just type math games into the App Store search bar and pick out what looks fun to you. Yeah, definitely. 
Thank you so much for joining us for this episode where we talked about our favorite Steam resources. We hope that you try one of these resources out. And if you do use one of these resources, be sure to tell us on our website at www.steamconnection.org slash podcast. You can actually fill out a contact form to ask us questions that we'll answer, or you can even tell us about some of the resources that you've been using. Who knows? We're going to be picking a few people to send out free 20 robots to. So be sure to check it out and see if you qualify for our really cool giveaway. Stay tuned for next week, which is going to be our 11th episode, where we're going to be talking more about environmental innovation and what we're going to be doing uh, coming up till Christmas. Bye, everyone.